What's up, fam? Welcome to the Bridge to the Heart podcast. My name is Rachel Oster, and I co-host this show with my good friend, Parshan Beheshtian. In this episode, we get pretty deep pretty quickly, so want to just prepare you to kind of set your space and, and get in the right mindset so that you can fully receive some of the information that we, we share in this episode. I also would like to prepare you for some of the hot takes and hot perspectives that I share in this episode and by preparing you, just giving you permission to leave it if it doesn't resonate. And if it does, great, take it. But my truth does not have to be your truth. So just a good reminder on that going into this episode. Other than that, we hope you enjoy and continue listening. All right. People are in stages of bondage that they are labeling as freedom. How does that sit? You should read it again. People are in stages of bondage that they are labeling as freedom. Hmm. Yeah, it's so deep. <laughs> like. When I when I heard this, I was like, oh my God, this is the whole thing about letting our past experiences like take control and guide us rather than us guiding ourselves. And us guiding ourselves through life is freedom. But then when we have these past experiences that are taking us one way or another, we're not fully stepping into our authentic freedom. And yeah, when I when I heard this, I was like, oh my God. Yeah, because it's like we're letting these experiences shape our behaviors and that's who we are. But we're not that. We're how we shift towards ourselves out, out of these experiences to step into ourselves. It's like what we learn, how we move forward and grow fully that's freedom but like if you know i grew up and <clears throat> as i grow up like my let's say my parents are like you know i ask them something and whatever whatever that is and they're like don't ask that question and so i don't go asking that question like my whole life that's not freedom and obviously there's millions of examples we can like go into it's like, okay, oh, this happened with this in this relationship. So I'm not gonna do this again. Or, you know, but is that what you're learning? Or like, I think what you're learning comes from like feeling it, and then making that what feels best for you moving forward, and stepping more into yourself rather than having <clears throat> that external factor guide you one way or another. Yeah. Um, God, this is just such a, it feels like a heavy topic in that, I mean, it's heavy because like of so much of the shit that people carry mm -hmm. that is preventing them from experiencing true freedom and true freedom. I want to say like, is very hard to reach. Like it's not. Like, it's something that I have tapped into maybe once on a medicine journey. 
where I literally felt the load and the weight of every single role that I've been playing, every mask I've been wearing, every experience, every trauma was taken away for just moments. Mm. And the lightness that I felt with that experience is what I would equate to freedom. It's like this ability to like levitate out of it. Like when you're not bogged down, you're actually levitating because there's just like you're weightless at that point. Like there's nothing to hold you down, hold you back, prevent you from doing the things you want to do, holding you hostage to all of the like external shit that you've taken that's maybe not even yours, that people have projected, all the projections are gone. So I almost don't even know where to start fully kind of with with this. Um, but I'm curious kind of your take mm-hmm. and if you've had experiences kind of around freedom and, and what that really means for you and what that has looked like for you and things you've done to move towards that. I like like you said, it's <clears throat> it's a rare state, um, but it's something we can always build towards. And um, as you know, going down this journey, like that's that's the goal, right? To get to that point. Uh, but knowing that it's going to take work, it's going to take a lot of reflecting and remembering like who you are. Um, cause we forget, we forget, we forget. And how I've gone about it <clears throat> is understanding what that illusion, what is creating the illusion of the freedom first. Like, okay, hmm, I'm, I'm showing up like this because X, Y, Z had happened in my life. Like, okay, for example, like, let's talk about, for me, like, okay, um, relationship-wise. For a while, I was, like, scared to put myself out there and fully, like, be myself with just the people around me. Because at first, I had felt so, I had lost my sense of self-worth and everything. So I was like scared to fully be myself because I thought, you know, if I'm myself, things went wrong. It didn't go well. Um, and that was at first. Like, And then seeing that and noticing that and then being able to just take a step back and being like, hmm, where is this coming from? This is coming from a place of hurt. It's not coming from me. It's coming from like the hurt me. But that's not who I am. So it's like, who am I? And how can I build towards that? Um, and building towards that, I say I would say it's like a practice where I like yeah again <clears throat> put myself out there more and really feel and like when I'm in there like try the best to just fully what comes up say have the conversations I want to have bring who I am within that environment. And look back and see, like, how did I do? Did I show up as me or was I, like, restricting myself from all this stuff because of my past experience? Because, oh, 
if I say this, then it's going to be like this. Or if I ask this, they're going to feel like that, you know, but these are just assumptions. And so, yeah, the illusion is created by our assumptions that are brought to us. And so when you have these assumptions, I, when you, when I've noticed them, I'll then challenge them and be like, okay, so if I had asked, or in this in this uh, <clears throat> case, let's say, if I have asked uh, in conversation, just like asked something that had showed up showed up for me, um, before and it didn't go well, but let me let me if I'm curious again about this person or whatever, let me ask again and see what shows up. But I wouldn't. And then I did. And then I had challenged that assumption. And then it was totally different. A whole nother conversation energetically was just created and it was beautiful. So this illusion was, yeah, created by my assumption because of my past experience. And so it's like, I don't, I didn't want to and don't want to live like that. And yeah, obviously, still today. There's parts that are like that. And it's just that consistent practice of like reflecting and being like, how did I show up today? Where was I me? Where was I not me? And I think that that has helped. And I do do that. And the next time I am putting myself in an environment, whether it be with whatever it is I'm doing, I come back. I'm like, okay, that's what showed up. Let me challenge that next time and see what's going on. So it's like a kind of a game with yourself <clears throat> that I have created for myself and I have fun with it. Um because like it does nothing bad is going to happen. But I would think it would because of my past experience. So yeah, I I would like start from there and then it gets super complex which um we'll get into i feel like but yeah i think it first starts with the illusion and then understanding like the complexity of yourself and then taking those steps towards this true freedom or liberation and stuff like that we go. um follow-up question here so is is freedom something that you kind of initially were moving towards, like consciously trying to move towards, or is it something that kind of just came into your sphere as you started digging? Like, were you pursuing freedom or were you, was there something else, other goals that you had? I kind of, when did this enter, I guess? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I didn't know what I was pursuing at first. <clears throat> Um, cause I didn't know what was going on with me. Um, and, but then once I started digging, like, you know, looking back and understanding and creating awareness about myself and stuff, I'm like, okay, damn, these things are holding me back. Then I was like, okay, how can I step more into my authentic self? How can I be more free? And that's when the, yeah, the whole goal of, pursuing freedom started coming in for me where I was like, okay, first 
something didn't feel right, but then that didn't, that that thing not feeling right, maybe want to look back more, look back more, take a step back, take a step back, and then seeing these things and seeing like, okay, how am I not showing up for myself? To how am I not showing up for myself that is causing me to feel this way? And then, oh, okay, these things are happening. Now what? So then, like, okay, these again, I come back to then going in and digging, and then the assumption that is created, and then going into challenging them and seeing, like, oh, cool, that was a story, not real. Okay, great. And yeah, there's a lot of fear there as well um, because of being scared to, in this, in like some cases, I feel like it's pretty universal is like scared, being scared to be judged um, is a big one. And if, or when I was showing up like that, I didn't feel anything close to free. And it's not like, oh, now I am because I'm, you know, saying and expressing myself the way I want to be. And yeah, I do believe self-expression is a very high form of freedom. But there's still more to that, I believe, um, of truly being free and really like unchaining um, yourself and letting your wings expand and fly kind of thing. But then there's a big another chain that's holding you back. And then you got to figure that one out. <clears throat> and then you keep going. And then there's like, oh, and something else is holding me. And so then as you keep going up or like trying to like, you know, escape these chains or unravel these chains that you're chained down to, um, there's always more to learn. And I don't like, I haven't seen an end. I don't think it really does. Um, but it's like that path and it is always a little you always feel a little more light a little more free as you go back and in this case as i'm expressing it's like this assumption was created that was holding you back and that assumption we can imagine it being a chain that is holding us and then unraveling that chain is by challenging that assumption and saying oh my god that's a story and then oh we can fly a little little higher <clears throat> Um, so yeah, I'm not sure if I fully answered your question, but that's a little analogy there as well. Yeah, no, totally, totally. It definitely does. Um, and what dropped in for me while you were talking is I think that that last point um, about there always being more is important because freedom is it, what dropped in for me was freedom is not a destination. Mm -hmm. Like it's something to pursue and it's something you kind of end up pursuing in a way as you start to do healing work because as you heal you end up freeing up space ultimately and something i am am learning and processing and integrating into my life is this idea of like letting more light in and creating space by going into the darkness and bringing light to the darkness, which is a lot of what shadow work is. It's going into your your fears, your assumptions, your stories, your past experiences, your past lives, if you subscribe to that. Going into these things to uncover them and bring them and pull them into the light 
so that they're not shackled anymore and so that they can so that you can bring love to them and learn to love them and accept them instead of chaining them down never to be seen and burying them where was i going with that um so my my question there would be like okay so now you bring these to the light right what does that mean you like okay you bring them to the light and then like how are you or how are you creating light out of this yeah wow such a good question um so it's it's this i think i might have talked about it before but it's just this process this like process of healing is bringing something into the light meaning you're bringing it into your awareness ultimately is the first step you have to know you have to bring stuff out of your subconscious first before they can really be healed granted you know there's some things that can heal that you will never know actually healed you'll just see it expressed in your life but for the most part as far as stories go and assumptions like there's so many subconscious stories and assumptions and beliefs and fears that we have that are repressing and suppressing us and we have to do the work if you want to heal you have to do this shadow work um to really to bring that stuff to the front of your mind into your awareness and into your awareness is is into the light so at least you see it you see it it's there you can't unsee it you you can pretend maybe you can see it and pretend it's not there but that's not going to last very long and that's going to create chaos in your life if you just ignore it but now that you see it it's learning to change your relationship to whatever that fear that belief that story is whether you want to rewrite the story you want to rewire a belief or you want to overcome a fear that's the second part of it is is taking the action to do something about whatever that is so you bring it to into your awareness and then you start to practice you and you practice bringing more and more awareness to where it's showing up in your life and through that practice you start to alchemize it and you start to change it and it starts to rewire and rewrite itself and and integrate in a new way and that's bringing the love and the acceptance into it it's making that decision that i don't want to act this way i don't want to behave this way i don't want to come across this way and i don't want to subscribe to this belief this story this fear any longer once you make that decision after you have the awareness and you practice it it just changes you you're doing the work just by practicing and i'll say this again cuz i've said it before we practice so that we don't have to practice mm-hmm. the more you can bring your awareness to it the more you can practice bringing that awareness and and stopping yourself when you start to feel these things come up you begin to alchemize it and you give it less and less power and control over your life and that's how you unchain yourself mm-hmm. is you alchemize the hell out of it and you turn it into love into into a piece of yourself that served at some point in your life because your fears your stories your beliefs are there to protect you it's just as we grow and we grow out of being children out of 
being teenagers, we don't need these same protection mechanisms once we grow out of the environments that created them. So we have to go back and look at them and rewrite them so that we can free ourselves and take those steps towards more and more freedom, freedom mm-hmm. of self-expression, um, freedom to pursue our purpose, freedom to speak our minds, freedom to set boundaries, like all of these like really tangible things that are life changing, like just having those abilities changes lives. It's changed mine. That's for God, I'm sure. Just the ability to set boundaries, to feel more aligned with myself and less like I'm acting out of fear, acting out of competition out of aggression out of better thanness out of not good enoughness out of spite out of envy out of jealousy out of comparison out of god the list goes on <laughs> um so mm. that's that's what i mean by bringing the light to it mm. like having it shape you for the future you rather than define you for who you are Mm. something like that like it's like okay these this is what has happened so if you let that define you you're there you're stuck you're in the darkness with that Mm -hmm. or you can as you move out of it you're, you're you're letting it shape you and it's like how you learn, take steps out of it. And the lessons you learn from taking those steps out of it is the shaping, essentially, where it's like, okay, these are the lessons that this brings. This is what's good about what had happened um, or what has happened for me. And now I've learned this about myself. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing is, is there's, ju- there's so much judgment around good mm-hmm. and bad. Light is good. Dark is bad. And that mm-hmm. is a bunch of BS because the moment that you can detach yourself and unsubscribe from that philosophy, this philosophy of good and bad, the sooner you can find the gifts and the lessons that you need to learn and the quicker you will accelerate on your healing journey. When you stop labeling things as bad, this is bad and mm-hmm. it happened to me because then you start getting into victim mindset and poor me and self-pity and you start to spiral into those kinds of things so when we can stop seeing the darkness and the pain and the hurt as bad and and instead go into them with love and acceptance for just what they are which is some kind of lesson some kind of teaching and as part of just like the human experience and the beauty that they actually have. And this goes into the conversation we had about grief. Like there's so mm. much beauty in grief, but people label grief as bad because mm-hmm. it's hard to feel it. It's painful to feel it. But pain also isn't bad. It's part of this. It's part of this whole thing. So when you can be a little bit more detached from this idea of good and bad and start to see how like the quote unquote bad things lead to something so much greater you you again you free yourself 
a little bit more. And there's a beautiful parable that I love. And it's called, it's called something like good, bad, who knows? And I would definitely recommend Googling it and maybe I'll read it. I feel like I've read this before. You've you've shared it. You've shared it. I've definitely shared it before. Yeah. You've shared it. And it's true. It's true. It's like, Oh, this happened. Is that like, how is that? Is it good or bad? He's like, I don't know. We'll see. Right. It was that one where he's like, or what was it? It was, what would he, would he say? He wouldn't so say one of the bad. one of the he it, it was like good bad who knows so some mm-hmm. it's about a farmer and like one of the examples is like his horse runs away and he's like good bad who knows and so, some people would be like oh that's all how unfortunate and he says good bad who knows and then the next day that horse comes back with two more horses so someone comes and says wow what fortune good bad who knows his kid starts riding one of the horses and falls off and breaks his leg. Good, bad, who knows? The next day, the army comes trying to enlist able-bodied people to go fight this war. And he says, good, bad, who knows? So it's just this constant, we're always in this cycle of things happening to us and us having to to practice resilience. Mm. Like we have to learn to practice resilience ultimately is what that is because i really i truly believe that we are not given things that we cannot handle and that goes for like the shittiest of shit shit because the thing is when bad shit happens to us even as as kids and maybe i'll catch some flack for this and and there are extreme situations that and i'm not saying anyone deserves this by any means but like when shit happens as a kid it's because you are strong enough to move through it, to heal it, and help other people through that shit. The same mm. stuff that you've gone through is stuff is fuel to your fire for what you can help people with because you've experienced it firsthand. I really believe that. And then, like the story that comes to mind for me is a story I read in The Moth, which The Moth Radio, awesome freaking podcast if you just love listening to people's stories and like the humanness and like the human experience lots of stories about that but this woman shared her story about how her son was sick and like got in a car i think he got in a car accident and like was not treated well in the hospital and he had like a like a really standard procedure done but they messed it up and he ended up getting this really gnarly infection that ended up killing him and I don't know. He was he was 18 when she lost him. And what at, at out of such a tragic situation, what ended up happening, she had so much trouble with insurance that she ended up starting a whole nonprofit to help people who have kids and who are in these kind of like really gnarly medical situations and are having trouble navigating the insurance industry and and fight and she ended up creating this organization to help people fight the insurance companies when they weren't being properly treated. So like that tragedy had to happen so she could go help all of these other people Mm -hmm. who are in a similar situation. So it's all about what you do with the shit that happens in your life. Because we can't, when you get bogged down into this, woe is me, why me? And I'm not saying never go there. 
by any means. Like sometimes we have to go there to pick ourselves up. And it's, a, it's, a, it's okay. Like <laughs> yeah. it's okay. There's no judgment around it. But when we stay there, we get stuck mm -hmm. and we get trapped and we get shackled down because we get stuck in this victim mindset that we are powerless, that we are, we, we can't do anything to do to help ourselves. The world is against us. We, you start to wire in these beliefs about yourself that, that the, and that builds these shackles and these chains. Mm -hmm. So back to the mindset, when you can see these quote unquote hard things, these bad things happening, and see them for the gifts. And that's, a, and that's not to say the gift's going to come immediately. It's not like tragedy strikes and you're like, oh, I see the gift. Like that, that, that doesn't happen. You have to go through the process. Like you have to do the grieving. You have to move through the emotions that kind of come with it so that in time, the gift does reveal itself. The lesson does reveal itself because it will reveal itself if you're open to it. But we get trapped in, in, all the other shit that we don't see it. And sometimes it takes a lot longer to see it. So I don't want anyone to attach to timelines on when mm -hmm. you're supposed to get the lesson because the lesson will drop in when it's ready to drop in. But there is a lesson and there, there are gifts that come from these experiences. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. And I've experienced exactly what you've said and it has shaped who I am because I learned and and chose to be patient with it was a big thing like chose to be patient with the pain that was showing up for me and stuff and then figuring myself out of it and then seeing what comes out um has truly been a gift it has been and there's way more gifts to come like each if we think about it like going back to the analogy like for each chain there's many gifts um, there's so many gifts for us in this world and it's all about like unlocking that within yourself and taking that step to get to who you are. And um, that's the whole thing with the whole good, bad, who knows it's then, okay. It's like, how do I shift that for myself? Like, how do I just sit in the, who knows? I'm going to keep rolling though. I'm going to keep doing my thing. How do I reside there? And that itself is, is powerful if you can, because you're staying present and you're just down with what's coming in and you're rolling and you're moving, you're moving, you're taking your steps, you're moving, you're showing up as best you can. And you don't know, there's no expectation, which is an amazing thing not having expectations. I myself created so many expectations for things. And once I released those expectations, greater things showed up for me. And it's not it's not the things I expected showed up. It was things I couldn't even imagine for myself to show up that showed up and it has so much power to it when we release those expectations and it's not like oh now you know i don't have any of course i do but i'm working through them and need to release those guys for other things to show up other gifts to show up for me in this life for us in this life and yeah it comes to these expectations as well that we create um 
Yeah, so I, I want to go back to the who knows thing. How can you sit and be with that who knows? It's a practice and a journey to get there. I mean, it's been three years since I started this work, and I would say I'm not fully there yet. I, I'm there in moments. But will I fully get there? Maybe, hopefully. I think so. I think I can get to that like flow state because I think that's what it is that's what it means to really be in the flow of life is mm. just sitting in this acceptance and this trust and this faith that whatever comes for you is meant for you in in one way or another and there's something to gain from every situation and I think that ties into a lot of the lessons I'm sitting with right now around learning to be in the discomfort. And I think that's really how you get there is learning to be in the discomfort, which I talked about previously mm -hmm. a few times, because that it, this, this path is really uncomfortable at times. Like it, it I think the analogy of a skin, a skin, a snake shedding its skin <laughs> <laughs> is really accurate where as you grow and as you heal you don't fit in the same skin anymore which is uncomfortable it's tight it's crunchy you're like get this thing off of me now and i think being able to practice and learn how to sit in that space of your own discomfort other people's discomfort and not attach yourself to any of it, not internalize it, and not turn it back on yourself in any way of, uh, and judging yourself. There's reflecting and then there's judging. Mm -hmm. So if you can stay in the reflecting, it'll serve you a lot better. But I think if you can get to that point and practice that skill, that is what's going to help stay in this who knows in this trust in this trust fall essentially that you're just trusting you're going to land on something soft or at least land on something that's not going to kill you yeah you yeah. know one of my friends always says like i don't know is is it going to kill me and i'm like nope he's like, all right he rolls like that and you know in some ways, it's great for him, and in some ways, it's more hurtful for him. But again, like that whole aspect, it's like, yeah, it's not going to kill you. Like, you're truly not going to die. It might hurt emotionally, but then there's a lesson. And, and hurt's not bad. Mm -hmm. And hurt's not bad. It doesn't feel bad. good. It definitely fucking does not feel good, but that doesn't make it bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when we define the hurt as bad we're limiting ourselves to what can come out of it right the lessons and the growth and stuff like that <clears throat> or when we just label it as something it takes away from what it can be um so how like with you know these experiences that show up and everything like it is sitting in the discomfort with it, but how do you go about like 
shifting from shifting that mindset like oh this happened this sucks i'm a why me poor me like how do you shift that when you're in it Mm. i think there's a lot of ways that this can shift i think if you are at a place where you don't necessarily have the self-awareness sometimes it takes someone saying something that feels fucking mean or rude or untrue to you at first who's to spark you into that place of reflection of okay this person is telling me that i'm a bully i don't think i'm a bully but they're having this experience of me being a bully to them so you have two options in that kind of scenario you either say they're wrong like their experiences their own and maybe it's invalid i don't know you judge it and you say no that's not me like i'm not even going to look at that or you dig into it and you say okay i hear you i validate your reality i understand that you're feeling hurt by me in some way shape or form and you can get curious and have a conversation or you get you look at yourself and you say okay this person thinks i'm a bully like what have i been doing how have i been showing up and interacting with them that would make them think and feel like i'm bullying them so sometimes it takes something like that you where you need to be reflected someone has to reflect something back to you because it's unconscious to mm-hmm. you I think another way to go about it, if you are, you know, a little bit more willing to be honest with yourself is just going to what calls you, whether it's journaling, whether it's meditating, whether it's somatic and embodiment work, um, whether it's plant medicines, going wherever you are called to dig deeper. There's so many personal development tools out there now. Like if you want to find journal prompts, go online and find journal prompts. Like -hmm. you can literally Google for whatever the specific thing is that you're feeling. How do I get in touch with my deeper self? How do I do shadow work? How do I, what are some journal prompts for um, trying to find myself? Where, what are some journal prompts to help me find my purpose, find my truth? Mm-hmm. Like, I love journaling. I, so that's my, my thing sometimes. But also, mm-hmm. I think another, another thing, too, to do is find a group. Like, find mm-hmm. a place to show up to, to express yourself, and to listen and witness other people in their humanity. That if like, God, if I can suggest anything, it is to find people that you can be freaking human with, where you can take the masks off, where you can learn to be loved, where you can be held in a safe, safe safe-ish environment. It's hard to create safe spaces, but where you feel safe is -hmm. where you want to go. And even if you don't feel safe at first, like keep showing up. And I mean that in like a, 
I don't feel safe because I'm like skeptical. Like, I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. Not as in like, you're actually physically in danger. So there's psychological safety that, um, there's psychological safety and there's physical safety to discern between. Like if you're feeling out a group and you're like, this is not my vibe, don't go to that group. But if you're at a group where you're like, okay, I like this group, but I'm really scared to be in this group, keep going. Keep showing up, learn, take your time and, and speak up at some point. If there's opportunities to share, it takes time. Like I, when I started going to these types of groups, it probably took me eight sessions to actually speak mm-hmm. and like find the courage. And really, I, I felt like I didn't have a choice because the energy was like running through me so much where I was just like, I need to speak or I'm going to explode. And I just bawled my eyes out in front of people, in front of a bunch of people that I really don't even know. So, but there's so much power in that. And there's so much that can happen to shift out of these like darker places, like get help. Like if you've had a shitty experience, if you were, you know, tormented and like abused as a kid, get help. And you, and you've had those experiences like for those kinds of, I mean, whether you're on that extreme side or you're like, I just hate my fucking job. Go get help. Like go be witnessed and be in a place where you can surround yourself with people and help to help you find your truth Mm -hmm. that has been the number one thing for me and i will say that a million times i will probably Mm -hmm. say it on every podcast like my groups are the thing that have encouraged me and helped me the most is showing up to them even if i have nothing to say sometimes the weaving helps and i get to learn from other people's experiences and be like oh my god that is exactly how I'm feeling. You put such amazing words to it. Something I couldn't even dictate and put words to. Someone else explained absolutely perfectly. Like that is the beauty and the magic of these women's circles, men's groups, whatever you find, any kind of support group that you feel you need. Is that enough examples? <laughs> oh yeah, that is. That is enough examples. And <clears throat> I like what you said, like help, but like what is help? Um, it's being witnessed. And I think that's a huge thing. Like if I can express myself here and people just witness me and not feel that judgment, oof, that does magic. That does so much magic. And that's just the human aspect of everything. Like we can all do that for each other. And I think that's what we all strive to be for each other, whether we know it or not. That's like an, an innate ability we have as humans. But it's just, you know, we need to uncover ourselves to get to that point. And to witness, to witness and to be witnessed um, is truly works magic. It works magic. And uh, group-wise, I haven't been in many groups, but in the groups I have and I have expressed myself, it has, it's like, oh my God, I'm not, I'm not crazy. I'm not, you know, I, oh, this is great. Like people are connecting with me. This is awesome. Like I feel 
Like I'm building relationships with people. And as that's happening, it's a better relationship with myself. Everything's a reflection. It's a mirror. And that within itself is the help. Um, and that's why I think these things are amazing. And a lot of it for me, like, yeah, f- um, the groups are great. And I definitely want to join more groups. I actually recently have been looking at groups out here in San Diego to join um, in the things I'm interested in and stuff like that. And there's also the whole uh, coaching aspect. Um, and that has helped me a ton and will probably never stop getting getting the coaching and coaching. Um, so, yeah, the help is necessary, but the help isn't like, oh, you know, I need to go to the doctor and get medicine. The help is just being heard. It's being human and allowing, because that's the thing that I think prevents people from experiencing this sense of freedom is that they don't want to be human. (laughs) Like they don't want to be vulnerable and messy. They want to be perfect little Barbie doll. I do everything the way I should. Like, and I don't get, no one gets mad at me. I don't have to confront anyone. Like I can just go and be merry and just internalize the shit out of everything. I never have Mm -hmm. to express myself. Like everything's fine. Let me put all of these walls up. Instead of just showing up in front of people and being like, this is my messy human self. I'm kind of an asshole sometimes and I have a lot of fire, but I also am very compassionate and emotional and I really want to cry about a lot of different things. I cry at things that make me feel beautiful and I cry at things that make me feel really sad. Like here's the spectrum of all of my emotions and I also get pissed off. Like it's Mm. all good. It's all good. Like it's Mm. all acceptable and i can feel my face getting so hot because i feel so strongly about this stuff (laughs) yeah you do and i love that i love your passion and i'm letting myself like let it be here and part this is part of my practice even is learning how to like channel this passion from a very grounded place because right now it's not super grounded and maybe you can feel that or maybe that's a good practice for you to feel into but (laughs) Oh God, I just I just want everyone to be human and just mm-hmm. be messy and vulnerable and snotty and crying and mad and rageful and angry and everything in between. Like that is so beautiful to me to be able to witness someone and be gifted by that also is incredible. Like truly, truly transformative. Like some of the most transformative experiences I've had is from someone just like going into a full fucking rage and just mm. screaming, screaming it out, like screaming out these like ancestral pain that they've been that they've been experiencing because their ancestral pain is my ancestral pain. So when they're screaming it out, it's fucking screaming it out in me. And making you want to scream it out? Sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> I... Yeah, I'll, I'll join in on the screaming. Um, and sometimes I'm just there to receive, and it's like, you're healing everyone. 
mm. by expressing yourself like that. Or you're triggering something in people that is that will become a gift to them in some way, shape, or form, or an in, or a new insight, or wherever it takes them. Like, ooh, there's so much cool stuff that can happen when people just give themselves the permission to be free and to be themselves, to be authentic, to be true. Like all of these words mean like the same thing. Mm -hmm. Yep. They do. And we do it to ourselves. Oh, I've done it to myself so many times. And <laughs> I, like I was sharing with you this week, do, did it to myself this week, right? Where I'm just like, oh man, there's something here that needs that I need to be received. I don't know how to get it out there for it to be received. But then once it was received, I was free from it. It's like, okay, now I know this. And this is great. It's out. It's articulated. And like holding a thought and playing with a thought is totally different than speaking the thought. And once you speak it, you're formulating it better for yourself. And now it's in front of you. And now you're like, all right, dude, here we are. This is what the truth is. Love and acceptance and way forward. Love myself, accept me for myself. And now what? And yeah, it's, and like, what is, like, what is holding us from that? To do that, to be human, this comes down, I think, like mentioned earlier, obviously, like the assumptions and stuff, but like the expectations we have, or we think, or we believe society has for us, because we don't want to be judged. We don't want this. We don't want to feel pain. We don't want to, but all that's good. Because from there, when that shows up, you know which way to go for yourself. And it's that itself is medicine. The whole being witnessed, expressing yourself, that itself is the medicine that we need. And <clears throat> that's what these other medicines, like such as mushrooms and stuff, like do for us as well. It, it, Let's us face those questions we've been asking and feel those questions, you know, but it's not like always going to that to be able to do that. It's like, okay, it taught you what you can do and you can do that for yourself and start unlocking yourself and creating and stepping more in towards freedom. So let's do it. Let's do it. What happened? You didn't die. You felt it. And now you feel empowered to keep going. Let's keep doing it. Let's keep doing it. Let's keep developing ourselves to be human, be what we're supposed to be, serve as we're supposed to serve on this beautiful earth. So, yeah, it's, I think it's the most beautiful thing we can do for the people around us and for ourselves is this whole sharing ourself aspect, telling these stories and being the witness and witnessing others. And it's just how we're supposed to be as humans. That's what happened at first, right? We were around the campfire and we we're just 
talking and ex- expressing ourselves the whole time and being ourselves and everything. And now we're in a different world looking to come back to that same world that once was. And we can. We can do that. We already have everything we need to do that. So yeah, it's a little end spiel there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what's coming up for me is this just, you know, heart-mind kind of connection, which is a lot of the focus of this podcast, is like when you free your mind from all of these stories and these beliefs and anything that is not true and does not serve your highest and best and the good of the all of everything... You also free your heart. And when you free your heart, you free your mind. So no matter where your realm you're working in, whether you're working on your mind or you're working on your heart, they free each other. Mm. Because they're so connected. And they need each other. It's, It's not, there's not one without the other. The mind beats the heart. And the heart senses things and sends it to the mind yeah yeah everything's connected we're all connected we're all one you know so wave of consciousness is all one thing that we all share which is the human experience oh man what a journey this episode was (laughs) i love it hmm well, yeah, I guess we can kind of end on that. I don't know. Mm, yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel very, very complete. I feel very open-hearted after this conversation. There's always nuances to everything that we share. So I want to just make that caveat that not nothing we're sharing is all or nothing by any means. There's so much nuance to doing this kind of work that we can't possibly dive into all of it, not to mention I haven't even experienced all of it necessarily. So I'm really I mean, both of us are sharing from what we what we know, what we experience. So as always, just recommending to feel into what feels true and to leave what doesn't. Total permission. If you're like, that does not resonate with me, leave it. Throw it in the fucking bucket. It does. You do not have to grab onto it. Yep. That's true. And if you feel triggered, work that shit. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Work the trigger. Work the trigger. Love that. Love that. Love that. Well, yeah. I, I don't know. Coming into this, I felt different than i feel now i definitely feel Mm. more grounded i would say to be completely completely honest i was a little in my head at the beginning and we kind of worked this back to the heart uh by the end of it and i think that was really cool a really cool experience yeah there's a good practice to feel into like just the energy of this the journey of this episode i think that's a good practice for any of our episodes or really any any podcast you listen to just feeling the energy because this was a this was some waves man see there was waves here for sure (laughs) all righty 
All right. right. We're good. We will let you go. I am complete. Adios. Till next time. Thanks, y'all, for listening to this episode of the Bridge to the Heart podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us a follow. And if you're feeling real generous, then please feel free to give us a rating as well. And if you want to keep up with us, we'll drop some links in the show notes to follow us on Instagram, both the podcast itself, as well as Parshawn and I's Instagram handles. So if you enjoyed, again, give us a follow, give us a rating. We love you and stay tuned for more. See you next time.